Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And where are my manners? It's Friday, baby. I am the Frito Bandito. I like Frito's corn chips. I love them. I do. I want Frito's corn chips. I'll get them from you. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Frito's corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, munch, munch a bunch of Fritos. Ah, it's such a good show. This has got to be the best show on radio every single day. Changing people's lives. You know who's not changing people's lives? Anheuser-Busch anymore. (laughs) So we've been keeping you updated on the the Anheuser-Busch stuff. 
And I have a couple different things. One, there's an article out today. This is from the Daily Mail. I'm just going to read the headline verbatim so you don't think I'm hamming this up for radio. Okay, this is verbatim what the headline says. Budweiser teams up with Harley Davidson for a very manly new advert as owner Anheuser-Busch tries to recover from Bud Light backlash over marketing campaign with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Look, Bud Light, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, guys. Okay, you made a mistake. I get it. You made a mistake. You screwed up. I get that. It's time to let us go. And look, we all have screw-ups in life, and some people have made massive screw-ups in life. One of my buddies, one of my uh, Marine Corps buddies, he... He ended up getting married. Well, he ended up spending some time in a... Before we deploy to Iraq, he ended up going away a lot on the weekends. I won't say where because I don't want to risk any names getting coming out coming out during this whole thing. But he would go away on the weekend with some friends. I was hanging out with a different group of friends, but we were close. And they would go and enjoy uh, uh, dancing. Ladies dancing. I'll put it to you that. Ladies dancing. There we go. They, were, they would enjoy ladies dancing. And one of these... Lady dancers found her way into my buddy's heart. Just, just uh, found her way right into his heart. He just ended up really liking her a lot, and he was head over heels for her. He really was, and it didn't matter how much we tried to tell him, that, dude. Okay, I mean that's fine. You want to date for a little bit, enjoy yourself. That's fine. Don't do, don't do. Like we had all see it coming. We said, don't do it, don't do it. Finally, we get word we're going to Iraq. He runs off the weekend before we leave. That's supposed to be the weekend you go hang out with your parents or stuff like that. They give you some time off, go say your goodbyes because you don't know if you're going to die. And he goes off with her and ties the knot and gets married. He loves her. He comes back. We didn't know. To his credit, he didn't tell any of us beforehand. He just came back and said, I got married. And we said, ah, to the, to the dancer? You know, we're leaving. We're leaving, right? No, I love her, dude. I had two. Okay. All right. Well, I know you're going to find this shocking, but it's not long. We're not too far into Iraq. When we were there, it was before they kind of had bases and things like that set up because we were there at the beginning. So mail, there was a lag in the mail. But eventually, a couple months, if I remember right, he finds out that she uh, needed a, needed or wanted, I guess I don't know all the details, uh, she needed a new place to stay and... Picked up a roommate, a male roommate. She was staying with another dude. Okay, she was staying with another dude. And he was not only devastated, he was angry beyond belief. Angry beyond belief. Now, I know what you're saying. The idiot had it coming. But we got home. When we finally got back, finally made it home, she would do everything in her power. I remember him telling us every story, everything in her power to try to win him back. She wanted him back. She was sorry. She was this. She was showing up at his house, calling him. It was sorry. sorry. It was it was endless. I'm sorry. Endless efforts to get him back. But the thing is, here's the reality of it. She had already made the mistake. And maybe you've made one of these in your life. I probably have made one of these in my life. She had already done the bad thing. I don't even want to say mistake. She'd done the thing that was so bad that reconciliation was not possible 
And now these endless attempts to reconcile, not only are they not helping either of you, they're really getting sad and embarrassing. And that is exactly what Budweiser and Bud Light are doing right now. First, you came out with the Americana Clydesdale horses ads. And then remember, it was I think it was last week was the camouflage beer cans. Now it's, hey, look, we're teaming up with Harley. Go America and go men. But this is getting sad. Guys, okay, you screwed up. And you screwed up majorly. And it's cost, I don't know how many people their jobs already. It'll end up costing many, many more of their jobs by the time it's done. It was a monumental screw-up. But there are times in life, many times in life, where you've screwed everything up in the only thing you can do, and even this won't make it better, but the only thing you can do is say, I screwed up big time. I have no excuses. It won't ever happen again. I regret it. I wished I hadn't done it. There are sometimes, many times in life, that's the only thing you can say. And even that, even that doesn't change the fact you moved in with the dude like a week after he left for Iraq. Even that doesn't change it, but at least it's something, and at least it's not sad, and at least it's just, let's just own the whole thing. Just let us go, Bud Light. We're gone. You moved in with another dude right after we left town. And I know that you wish you hadn't done that now. And I can see all your endless efforts out there trying to win back our hearts. But the thing is, no camouflage beer cans or partners with Harley Davidson. None of those, nothing can change what you did. Uh, like I have, I have this email. Listen to this. You want to know how much trouble they're in? El Jefe, a buddy I've been friends with for 20 years, is in, is from a multi-generational Anheuser-Busch executive family who have made a mess, who have made mass quantities of wealth off the brand. In April, that was the beginning of the Dylan Mulvaney stuff, by the way. He sent me a message making light of the right being upset about Dylan Mulvaney. It was so clear that he didn't take our reaction seriously and expected it to blow over in no time while they continued to spit in the faces of their customer base. I asked him how things are going now, and not only is it going terribly, his absolute shock that there have been sustained boycotts slash backlashes is obvious. Definitely the product of living in a cultural echo chamber. It has never been more clear to me that the right does have power when we have the cojones to wield it. I hope we don't back down now with Target. And he said, screenshots are below. And he put screenshots of the conversation he had with this guy, which I'm not going to go into in case the, either, in case the, the guy's listening. I just don't want to go into all the details of it. But I will actually defend your Bud Light or your Anheuser-Busch friend for a moment. Your Anheuser-Busch friend was making light of the right and the right's boycott with Dylan Mulvaney because the right has never been able to sustain one of these, ever. I, myself, was mocking the right, saying they won't be able to keep it up the second the Bud Light stuff came down. And I've never been more thrilled to be wrong. The anti-communists are taking over, and the right has had enough. Do you know that Target... Because of all their chest binder, oh gosh, women's bathing suits for boys stuff. You know that Target just lost nine 
billion dollars in a week because of you. They're ripping down the pride displays in Southern stores, and they're not taking them all the way down. They're just stashing them in the back of the store now, so they're not right up front. But it's not enough. Target's next. People have had enough. It's like I said on Wednesday's show. I think the tranny stuff may have in its own way saved the United States of America. It's quite possible it saved this nation. The communist could not control himself. He got to a point where he had enough or he had as much as he needed right now, but because of his demonic, all-encompassing, destructive nature, he couldn't make himself stop or slow down. So it wasn't enough to just, oh, it's all the gay, bye. It had to be, okay, no tranny, this, okay. No, 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 tranny for kids. And that was the moment. That was the moment where his destructive, demonic nature got him into trouble. The Tasmanian devil finally ran into a bear he should not have run into. That was the moment that might have saved the country. It's fantastic. Make Target feel pain. Don't ever shop in a Target again, ever. And don't ever quit. Don't ever buy a Bud Light. Don't ever do it. Kill these companies for good so the next company thinks about it. All right? All right. But remember, it's not it's not enough to just not spend your money with the garbage commie companies. We have to be more purposeful with where we give our money. And we have to be more purposeful with issues we care about. For instance, abortion. We talk about abortion on the show. It's something I've always talked about. Don't care if anyone doesn't like it. I'm passionate about it. I always will be. But it's not enough to say I'm pro-life. Stop abortion. That's, that's not near enough. What are we doing to help educate people who don't know any better that it's a baby? It's a baby. You can yell that at her all you want. How does she know? Everyone else has told her it's not. Everyone else has told her it's a clump of cells. It's a choice. It's a everything. That's why I love what preborn does. They're not yelling and screaming. Quite the opposite. They're giving. Here's an ultrasound. Lay down. Listen to the heartbeat. See that, mom? You're a mom. 28 bucks is what that ultrasound costs. Give it to them. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And we've got all kinds of questions still to get to. Let's get to this one because I've gotten, I get these emails often. It's, well, this is what it says. It's very short, very plain. Jesse, why won't Trump admit he screwed up with Fauci? Now, there's two different ways to answer this question. And I'll explain why. If you hate Donald Trump, you answer this question by saying this. He won't say he screwed up by firing Fauci because he's an arrogant know-it-all jerk who can never admit he was wrong about anything. I actually don't agree with that. I Well, hold on. He may be arrogant. I don't know about that. But I don't agree that that's why he won't admit he did anything wrong ever with COVID. I, I do not think that's why. While that's a major issue I have with him, as I've laid out several times, I don't think that's why. I think, and I don't know this, maybe I'm wrong, I think Donald Trump thinks that he can't ever admit he did anything wrong or it's not only showing weakness, 
It's giving the other side a club with which to beat him. That's what I think he thinks. From what I've seen, just gathering from trying to judge the, the body language and things he says, I think he said, he thinks to himself, I can't say I screwed up with Operation Warp Speed. I can't, Warp Speed. I can't say I screwed up not firing Fauci. I can't say I screwed up with 15 days of social spread. I can't say I screwed up with those things because if I do, the communists will use that as a weapon against me. I think that's what he thinks. But then again, I'm not a Trump hater. That said, again, you vote the way you want to vote. That said, I view COVID lockdowns as the greatest crime ever perpetuated against the American people and everything else that came with those lockdowns. And I don't mean day 30. I mean day one. The very idea that you should stop your country for a virus is insane. It's tyrannical. I despise it. And then all the death and misery that came from that. Now the inflation stuff that is still coming from printing $5 trillion, the economic ruin, the lives cause. I, I just, I view it as a crime committed against the American people, a crime. So what I think is he thinks he can't come out and, and say I was wrong. Okay. Fine. He has every right to think that that's not good enough for me. Period. That's what I've said over and over and over again. All I would need to hear, all I would need to hear is even the tiniest amount of ownership of it, and then I'm fine hammering it for Trump again. Instead, he's still bragging about it. Now, when you brag about it, here's why I think he's making a mistake. This is this is not just my this is not just from my perspective. I think he's making a critical political mistake that may very well cost him the primary. When you, if you come up and own a mistake, people are oftentimes scared to do this, but it's amazing how much people will, will come closer to you than they were before after you make a mistake. I, I think I used this example before, but it's a great one recently. We were just talking about Bud Light and Target. HK, everyone knows. The, the, some of the greatest weapons out there. HK, everyone wants an HK. They're super expensive, so I don't own any, but I've always gawked at them. If you're a gun guy, you're, you've gawked at them before. Maybe you own them. HK came out recently on social media. Apparently, they had some woke communist hag run their social media, and she went off on some I am woman, hear me roar thing. Total, sounded like a total card-carrying feminist. What did HK do? Did they go quiet? Nope. Did they ignore it? Nope. Did they roll out a, a bunch of Americana ads like Bud, Bud Light did? Nope. HK immediately came out. Boom, fired her. Boom, she's gone. Now, they are, they're new people on social media. They're they're making fun of the screw up and how big it was. They're making fun of themselves for how badly they screwed up. Completely owned it and said, "We we screwed up. We owned it. That was a screw up." I'm telling you right now, I'm probably going to buy an HK within the year. I wasn't even considering buying an HK because of the apology, because of the ownership. That drew me closer to HK. That didn't push me further away. It drew me closer. It didn't turn me off. It turned me on, and I wish I'd put that differently. But you understand what I mean. It drew me closer. But when Trump does things like bragging, we did everything perfectly. He just said that recently. We did everything perfectly. 
When you say that, it's more than just not apologizing. It's spitting in my face and insulting my intelligence. When you say, hey, I left it up to the governors, that's their fault. That's that's more than not apologizing. That's treating me like I'm an idiot. That's insulting my intelligence. I find that to be insulting. That is where I think the screw-up is. And I'm telling you, it it's going to be a problem if he can't make himself do it. Now, I believe that he can make himself do it. I'm not saying I would bank on it happening. I would bank on it not happening. I believe he can make himself do it. It's not like I need the guy to get on his knees and beg. I'm not naive. I don't need tears or anything like that. I need you to own it. And maybe the main reason I need you to own it is, how do I know you won't do it again? If you tell me he would never do it again, I would have to ask you to show me how exactly you know that. How can you know that when he brags about what he did the last time? I don't know that. So I think it's a mistake. And I've told his people that. I've told him he's making a mistake and he needs to change. He's This is a big mistake. And a lot of his people agree, but he's not, they're not talking him into it. So it is what it is. All right. It's a mistake for you. Keep giving your dog dog food and thinking you're giving them nutrition. That's your mistake. I know. I've made that mistake my entire life. My entire life I've made that mistake. Oh, let's give him, we'll get him higher quality dog food. I really love this dog, so he gets the best we can afford, right? Every time. But it was all dead. You know dog food is dead because it's brown. Things that are alive are not brown. Dead things are brown. Things that are alive are green. Pour rough greens on your dog's food. Created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. Green Beret, by the way. He loves dogs. He wanted his dogs to live longer and live healthier. And that's what Rough Greens does for my dog. For my dog, my dog doesn't have digestive issues anymore. Used to have them every single meal. I don't remember the last time he's had one. They're giving out free jumpstart trial bags. All you pay for is the shipping. You have to go to roughgreens.com slash Jesse or call them 833-33-MY-DOG. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It is the Jesse Kelly Show out here on a Friday. Changing people's lives. Uh, The NIH warned of biosafety concerns at Wuhan lab where COVID-19 may have originated. Oh, goody. Now, now hold on a second. Before we get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions, I, I want to talk about this for a moment. I've seen recently the head of the WHO came out and said there's going to be another pandemic. Could be worse than the first one. I've seen Bill Gates, the evil of evils, say there's going to be another pandemic worse than the first one. Now we're starting to get treated to these safety concerns and there may have already been a leak. I'm just going to say this. Don't forget this. And I don't, Look, wherever you stand, left, right, middle, if you're a full-blown commie who hate listens to the show, I just want every person listening to remember this. The people in power, the elites, the politicians, the big pharmas, the, the, the tech bros, all the people who run the world, they all loved COVID, loved it. None of them got sick and died. Wow, surprise, surprise. Amazing how that worked out. None of them got sick and died. All of them got richer. All of them got more powerful. While you were struggling to make ends meet for two years, watching your bank account empty and your mental health decline right along with it, these people got richer, got more powerful, enjoyed it a lot, enjoyed it to the point they might just want to have a do-over on the whole thing. Just keep that in mind the next time they run to the television set and tell you about, oh, no, the monkey box isn't just for the Navy. The next time they do that, keep that in mind. Remember that? Remember monkey pox? Remember how excited they got about monkey pox? There's a new disease, monkey pox. And then people started figuring out in about five seconds, oh, that's, 
That's a disease that only seems to happen to some people who make certain choice life, lifestyle choices. So we don't have to worry about it. And then they, they tried to deny that. No, no, it could happen to anybody. And they said, no, it can't happen to anybody. It seems to just happen to a few people and a dog. Uh, I do remember a dog got it and no one wants to have that conversation. And we're just going to move right along. Jesse, if I want to get involved in a local race, what are the tools I need and what's the best way to connect with you? All right. Uh, first, you can't connect with me. We're never going to connect. So forget about the connecting. To the Second, what are the tools you need? Guts. That's all you need. You need guts. It takes guts to run for office. It takes guts to get involved and put yourself out there. Because the wildest thing about these local races that I talk about all the time, the local races we need to win, people will dive into these. And sometimes I'll get emails from people saying, oh my gosh, I had no idea that it would be this mean. I had no... No, Local races are oftentimes meaner than the bigger races. Why? Because it's your community. You are running into these people at the grocery store, at your kid's Little League game. It's where you live, and it can get personal. This is what I mean. I saw this once. Oh, my gosh. So this was a... It wasn't city council. It wasn't school board. County Board of Supervisors. There was a County Board of Supervisors race. I'm not going to tell you the name of the county. And it was two people running against each other. A man and a woman were running against each other for County Board of Supervisors. And that's a very important role in your local community, by the way. So they're running for the same position, running against each other. And I wouldn't have found out about any of this. Now, I knew about the race but I wouldn't have found out about how vicious it got was it not, were it not for my wife because she's more apt to, to track the Facebook stuff and what people were talking about there and things like that. So she comes to me one day and she says, Jesse, you got to check this out. It's, it's, it's amazing. I said, what is it? What is it? So we sit down and we start going through it. Well, first, the candidates were arguing back and forth online for everyone to see they were arguing back and forth about issues, about about this thing or that thing or that thing. Okay, and, but then it started to get really heated. And eventually the woman said something about the dude. The dude had been divorced and said something about that's the reason your, your wife left you. It was something to that effect. And this is all taking place online. Now, she only knew that because they lived in the same... Oh, I forgot to mention, they lived in the same neighborhood. Now, not right no, right, not right next door, but the same neighborhood. So she throws out, that's the reason your wife left you. I won't go through all the details because I'm doing this on the top of my head. I'll put it to you this way. It devolved to the point the dude was blasting her kid because her kid didn't make the honor roll in his it his did and he didn't say stupid i forget what the word was but he essentially told her online your son's an idiot or daughter i forget what she had yeah your moron couldn't even make the honor roll that's what happens in local races but then again keep in mind that's part of taking power Remember this. If, look, if you want to feel better about it, if I just intimidated you, get yourself fired up because you're not, you're not running for local office. Here's what you're doing. You're going out 
to conquer. You are going out on a mission of conquest, a crusade, if you will. There are people who hold on to power, and they are abusing their power, and they're doing wrong with their power, and they're not going to give it up easily, and you must take that power from them. You must lay siege to their cities. You must lay their armies to waste. And that's not easy and that's not fast. When Genghis Khan shows up at the doorstep of the Charismian Shah and says, I want this greatest city of yours, the Charismian Shah doesn't say, well, I guess if you want it, I, I don't care about being the Shah anyway. Here you go, Genghis. Have a good time. No, he fights for it tooth and nail. You are trying to take power from people who have power. They're not going to hand it to you. They're not going to thank you for it. They're going to treat you like mud. Treat them back the same way. Don't go in worried about what you're going to get. Go in thinking about how much fun you're going to have giving it to that piece of trash who's destroying their seat of power. That's how I always approached it, and that's why I had such a good time. That's why I had such a great time. I had a blast. Debates were the best. Jesse, why are Republicans spineless? It's a good question. Why are Republicans spineless? There's a, there's a lot to this, and as we've discussed before, let's do keep in mind it is much, much, much easier to tear down than it is to build any one of those statues that have been taken down from Robert E. Lee to Teddy Roosevelt, those statues took people time to construct and mold and build, and it only took a couple hours for the Antifa BLM animals to tear the thing down and ruin it. It doesn't take much time to destroy. So it's been easier for the communists. The communists has had an easier road than we have had, because remember, we have traditionally called ourselves conservatives, even though I don't use that term, because we were always trying to conserve what we have. Let's hang on to it. I like what we have. That's a, that's a good thing. They want to tear it all down and burn it all down, so they have an easier mission than we, than we do. It's harder to do that. That's, that's part of it. That's part of the reason they look spineless. But part of the reason they are spineless is they had it so good for so long. Remember this. If you're a person on the right, the country really is yours. America's values are your values. Those are the values of the founding. They aren't, they aren't the values of today's Democrats. Those are completely opposite of the founding of the country. What you want is what the country should be. That's what the founders wanted. So you've been able to luxuriate in a country that catered to you and what you want because that's what the country was founded upon. The Constitution and rights and things like that. So that has made us over time soft because that's just the kind of country we had. But it's made them hard because that was the kind of country they didn't want. So they had to harden up to tear it down. Make sense? It's almost as hard as drying off with your garbage towels. That's one, that's one of the most difficult things is when you have garbage towels, when you're poor, when you're really poor like I've been, and... And you have really crappy towels. Like when I got out of the Marines, I didn't want to spend any money on towels. and I didn't have much money. So I went right down. I actually think it was the Target. Man, that's sad. And I got some crappy towels. And I remember even fresh out of the Marines thinking, this is the worst towel I've ever toweled off with in my entire life. This actually physically hurts. My pillow has six-piece towel sets. And they're normally ninety nine ninety eight, But right now they're on clearance. 
for 25 bucks with the promo code JESSE. You have to go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and use the promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or call them 800-845-0544. One more segment. Hang on. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Reminding you, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also, if you want your AC anti-communist pin, you got to go to jessekellybook.com and upload your receipts from the two or more books you bought. If you want a signed book, it's also, there's a link right there. It's easy to find at jessekellybook.com. That's where you go get a signed book. It's all at jessekellybook.com. So there you go. Again, reminder on the pins, please stop yelling at me. I can't do anything about it. There's only 2,000 of them, and yes, they are going. So if you're planning on getting yourself an AC pin, you got to get your books pre-ordered like soon. jessekellybook.com. Now, before I get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions and we figure, uh, we finish this off, I don't want to brag. All right, You know I wouldn't brag. That's not what the Oracle does. But... You ready for this? You ready for this? Picked up my new glasses today. Went and got some. What, Chris? I went and got some new. I went and got a new prescription for the glasses. Don't ask where they are, Chris. Don't ask. I moved them, so you stop looking at them and making fun of me for them. I picked up a new prescription glasses today because my eyes had actually gotten a little worse. And so it had angered me to the point where I had thrown my glass. Well, it doesn't matter. I didn't have glasses anymore. The sunglasses, the prescription sunglasses that you drive around in. So I've just been kind of driving. Uh, and it. And in case you're thinking it's unsafe, it's not unsafe. I can see all the red lights. I can see everything. I just can't. I can't really read any of the words that are out there. The words I admit are a little fuzzy, but I think they're making these signs fuzzier these days. Either way, I've been driving around for quite a while there. And finally, the prescription sunglasses came in, and I put them on on the way to the studio today, and it was like, it was like I was looking at a whole new world. I was so oh, I know Chris Hawkeye for sure. It was I was so excited that I I'm really embarrassed about this. I'm driving down the road in my midlife crisis car towards the studio, and I'm looking around. And I found myself just looking at all the different road signs to the right and left just because I could read them. Oh, wow, that's a tax, that's a tax store. I didn't know. Whoa. Oh, that's what that street's called. And I had this little smile on my face, and then I caught myself with a smile on my face. It's kind of embarrassing, but not to, not to rub my life in people's faces, but I can see now. I can see now. Dr. Jesse, what did you eat for breakfast? That's keeping it pretty simple. We got up today, boys are out of school now, so we got up today as a fam, and we went down and went on a long family walk. Then we came back from that, and we went right to this little breakfast joint. There's this wonderful little breakfast joint in my town, a little family-owned place, and I got two eggs over easy. Well, I got two eggs over easy, plus I added an extra over easy egg, so I guess that's three over easy eggs. And then I got hash browns with onions, and pickled jalapenos and cheese mixed in with them. And then I got a sourdough toast. And as soon as it, oh, and link sausage. And as soon as it got to my plate, I threw the eggs on the hash browns and mashed it all up into a big bunch of yolky, cheesy, deliciousy goodness. And it was fantastic. 
Gosh, I'm starving again. Jesse, what weapon was your favorite to use while in the Marines? When we did night shoots, and you'd be we'd be out there at the, on the mortar line, and we'd be shooting mortars, and you're out there, you're put, you're popping out uh, illumination rounds, and they're amazing what they do. They light up everything in the battlefield, and then you're dropping HE along with high explosive along with it, and then the O311, the rifleman, the guys are, are they're right beside you in the gun line shooting their rounds downrange with tracer rounds and stuff like that. It's the sickest thing in the world. It was so much freaking fun. Jesse, if you could time travel, which speci- which specific day in history would you choose? Which specific day in history would you choose? That's a tough question because really that question comes down to, honestly, now tell me if I'm looking at this wrong. Doesn't that question just come down to who would you kill? Chris, what? What event would you want to see? But don't you want to make the world a better place? Is is this now? Hold on, is this witnessing an event or the? She said time travel. She said time travel. If it's just witnessing an event, then yes, I would like to see Moses come down with the Ten Commandments, and then you people were mad, and then he had to throw them down and everything. And I would like to see that. Yes, you know that's one of the things I'm really embarrassed to say. Whenever people ask me this. I always think historical, and I leave the Bible out of history. Like, how many biblical stories would you want to see? Uh, speaking of Moses, I believe I would like to see somebody hold a staff above their head and have God part the Red Sea in front of them. Tell me that wouldn't be the most... I mean, what would even top that? Nothing would come close to topping that. That You know what? That's my answer. See, Lord? That's my answer right there. Moses parting the Red Sea. I wonder I wonder what Moses' T-levels were, Chris. I wonder if Moses was born today. I wonder if we wouldn't need chalk. I bet we wouldn't. No, listen, hear me out here. I bet we wouldn't need chalk. If God can work through Moses and part the Red Sea, think what else Moses could do with that, uh, that godly staff he used to carry around. They would throw it down and turn into snakes and stuff like that. I bet Moses could just touch you and go, there you go. You're not low T anymore. There you go. You don't sound like Fred Mills. I guess I've always in my heart of hearts have believed. Fred, come on. We got Moses' staff for you. Bing! And then boom. Then he's like, hey, in my heart of hearts I've always believed. But since he didn't have that, Fred sounds like this. I guess I've always in my heart of hearts have believed. I bet Moses could have taken care of all of it. But sadly, sadly, Moses is gone. So now we've got chalk. Picking up the mantle where Moses left off. Selling us male vitality stacks with natural herbal supplements that will increase our testosterone levels 20% in 90 days. We have female vitality stacks for the ladies. Sorry, ladies. Moses could have helped you too, but he's gone. But Chalk is here. CHOQ.com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off subscriptions. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. JESSE, do you think the trans shooter was the last straw for regular people in regards to the gender BS and boycotts. No, I don't know about the shooter. The trans stuff, specifically the trans stuff for kids, was the final straw. People really didn't even care about drag queens. They, you never heard about drag queens a few years ago. You didn't really care about trannies either. People don't care about that stuff until you insisted that it was for children. No, no, kids have to be here. No, kids have, Wait, what? Jesse, how can you justify visiting three locations 
He says Houston absolutely does not count on a book tour. There, that's my question. <laughs> okay, it's an entire week. I'm still crisscrossing the country from Salt Lake to Pennsylvania, Houston, Florida. I'm still going back and forth. I'm not a I'm not a vagabond. Okay, I have a house. I have a family. I have a job. I, I might I, I might miss shows that entire week for all I know. I don't even know what the schedule is like yet. That's that's the reality of it. I have things I need to do. I can't just take off whenever. All right. All right. Now you. Take that phone and put it down. The weekend is here. All our problems will be here on Monday. I gave you my word. Go enjoy time with your family and community. We will be here Monday for a very special Memorial Day show to honor the fallen. And there'll be a bunch of history in it too. That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.